Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Los Angeles Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we're doing something a little bit different this week. We're not going to a restaurant, we're not going to a lounge. We are actually going to be talking about the fantastic Neon Museum, one of the awesome museums here in Las Vegas that honestly should be on a short list. If you are coming to Vegas and you want to do something unique to the city and you want a little bit of culture, this is one of the things I would highly recommend if you are visiting Vegas and want to do something a little bit different on your trip here in town. So uh, for this week's Last Night in Vegas, I'll be going to the Neon Museum and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. We're going to be talking about the Neon Museum or the Neon Boneyard. You've heard it, you know, both ways. So the Neon Museum is actually really cool just because they've actually built it up in the past couple years. And it actually used to just be sort of known as the Neon Boneyard, which is where they used to have all the old neon signs. They typically did not really light up. It was typically just a place where you can find a lot of these old signs. And I would honestly say like in the last... 10 years, they've really invested into the museum of, be, uh, of becoming a tourist attraction. And I think it's 100% worth it, especially if you want to do it, you know, just at least once uh, is really cool. So um, it's a really fun tour in terms of it takes you to the history of Las Vegas somewhat uh, through its signs, which one of the it's really one of the iconic things about this city is the Las Vegas signs that we have for all of our casinos and not even just our casinos, but also local businesses. They also have for some of these smaller hotels and uh, just uh, really awesome just to see Las Vegas sort of through this view, just because this is how we've seen them in, in old days, but usually it's in black and white. We don't see the signs. And even if you see Vegas at night, you only see it in maybe one or two types of like sort of newsreel film. And you don't get to see it sort of up, in, up close and personal. So uh, I ended up going with my mom. My mom was in town when, when we actually went to go see Adele, which that pod will be coming out maybe soon. I might be taking a little bit of time off just to sort of put together a couple more podcasts, put a little bit more you know, effort. Uh, not that I don't put effort into them, but maybe a little bit more like sound effects or things to go along with it. And then uh, just come up with like sort of new ideas to sort of, uh, you know, present to you guys, but uh, I'll be doing an Adele video at some time, sometime soon. That'll be coming up on the on regular YouTube, uh, which is Concerts Confidential, if you want to follow us on YouTube. But anyways, back to the Neon Museum. So the Neon Museum, certainly something that you have to plan out. So these are a couple of my tips, I would say, of planning a trip to the Neon Museum. Number one, the Neon Museum, if you are going to do it, I 100% recommend do it 
in the evening. Definitely doing it at nighttime. And it is open late. It's typically open till I think the last wa the last tour actually walks through at 11. So it is open pretty late. But this doesn't mean that you get to walk up. This is certainly something that you do have to make a reservation for. And they do have time specifically that you do have to register for. So uh, if you just go to neonmuseum.org, that is their website. They do have a tab that actually has where you can buy their tickets. And they have a couple different ticketing options that you should know about. So they have general admission tickets. Typically, general admission tickets are going to be for daytime tours. Daytime tours are typically um, usually still guided, but it's in the it's in the daytime. So you're not going to see the neon lit up uh, of the signs that can be lit up. So it's cool, but honestly, it's definitely the more budget-friendly version. It's typically the less busy just because typically people want to see the neon lights at nighttime. So typically the general admission will run in the morning between, you know, nine and 10 until usually about six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. Uh, so that is for the general admission, but it is important to note that if it's too hot outside, that is over a hundred degrees, they will actually, uh, cancel the tours, um, and then rebook you essentially, uh, because typically it gets very hot in Las Vegas and they won't actually make those tours available to anybody just because they, they don't want any, you know, you know, accidents happening out on, uh, in the neon boneyard. So, uh, other than general admission, they do have their guided tours, which are standard guided tours are going to take you through the south yard because they actually have two yards they have a you know a south yard which that one's going to be the main yard that has a lot of the big signs like the stardust and the moulin rouge and then the north yard which is going to be their newer sort of smaller section is going to be for their brilliant display which their brilliant jackpot which is an add-on if you want to end up doing it uh can be purchased in, by itself or you can purchase it with a pair which is called the double the glow which that one goes for around 40 to $45. So uh, another thing to remember, if you're going to be booking for this, uh, each tour is about 20 bucks. So I believe for the nighttime tour, the guided, it, we paid about $24, $25 for it. So we did that, but we also did the brilliant jackpot experience, which is a about a 40, 45 minute show that actually has like a really intricate way of actually lighting up the signs that can be lit up right now. And it's actually a really fun show to actually watch. They have three different versions. The one we watched was like the 1950s, 1960s version, which sort of like, you know, bops through sort of the Rat Pack era, which I thought was awesome. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So if you end up doing the Double the Glow, you're looking at about $45. So that's 24 for one, 20 for the other, because I was a local, so they do have local discounts. Uh, they do also have discounts for military, student discounts, uh, senior discounts as well. But uh, typically, uh, it's going to be around 20, 25 bucks per, per tour, so just keep that in mind. These do book up very, very quickly. So I would recommend if you are planning to go to the Neon Museum, that you actually book about a week or two in advance, just because, especially if it's a very busy weekend, it's going to fill up very, very soon. So typically, the tours last about 40 minutes each. So usually about 45 for the South Tour and then 45 for the North Tour. So you're looking at about 190 minutes. That's about an hour and a half, to somewhat around there. So what do you get? So basically, when you get there, you're actually going to be showing up to the Neon Museum, which I would recommend doing like an Uber or a Lyft or driving there yourself. It is just north of 
the Fremont Street, so it's going to be on the north part of town, uh, a little bit away from the Strip. I do not recommend walking from Fremont to the Neon Museum. It is certainly not a, a safe area, I have to say. It's not a safe area around that area. Um, I used to work in that sort of general vicinity, but uh, do not recommend walking anywhere other than when you are at the Neon Museum. Neon Museum is actually quite safe. Uh, they do have a lot of security on, on hand. They have a lot of tour guides. They have a lot of workers that are in the space ready there for you to help, or ready to help. So uh, keep that in mind. Definitely take Uber, Lyft. Do not walk from Fremont Street to the Neon Museum. Uh, the Neon Museum also does have water, has a really cool gift shop as well. So if you really get thirsty while you're out there, water is cool. But again, let's go over some things you should know before you go. So before you get there, you cannot take a camera that has, that's a professional style camera. So if it has like an attachment to it, or if you're like a photographer, uh, they do not allow you to take those cameras into the Neon Museum. Uh, it's a, a little bit annoying because my mom actually has one of those cameras and she loves to take photos, but they don't allow those. So part of the reason being is that it is a space that they use a lot for uh, promotions. They use a lot for, you know, bookings. And I think they just don't want you doing stuff there for free. So it's kind of a bummer for, you know, even just amateur uh, photographers that they can't take really awesome pictures. Uh, but the cool thing is, is you can still take pictures with your camera phone or you can take a digital camera that does not have an attachment, not a professional style camera. Um, that's also exclusive to the South end of the museum so the south end of the museum they do allow you to take videos when you get to the north end unfortunately no videos allowed so as my mom likes to say it like when we went to europe and we were in the sistine chapel wow that's really just sort of just telling uh they would say no photo and we always thought that was hilarious so anyways so just know that before you go do not take a professional grade camera because they will not let you go through the tour with your camera so no pictures unfortunately for your professional portfolio but i have an out for you if you really really wanted to use photos like this you can go during their portrait hour and their portrait hour is typically sort of during sunset so they do that once a month and typically it is on like a tuesday or a wednesday where they actually carve out a space and time and then you are able to go and take these photos for like your instagram or your facebook or whatever for uh, like profiles and stuff. So that is called the portrait hour where you can take a professional photo. Um, so yeah, you can buy tickets for that as well. If it's two people, for example, a photographer and yourself, you do have to pay tickets for you and the other person. So just keep that in mind if you're gonna be going over to the museum to take photos of you and somebody else. So they do offer tours in Spanish. Uh, typically it's only like maybe once or twice a month, uh, typically on like Saturdays or the days that they'll be able to do that. So. Yep, that's the museum in terms of ticketing. But really, the museum is really awesome in terms of learning about the city. So they go through sort of chronologically some of their the history of neon, also ne uh, signs in general, and why we use them. And also why it's a very important art to, to, continue, to, continue, to continue to fund and keep going. Just because it's, you know, it is art in terms of the general sense of the word, of course. But couple of the items that you're going to see lit up here are the Moulin Rouge sign, which is a huge and really quite fantastic, uh, which is the, one of the first sort of key pieces you'll see when you get into the Neon Museum. And then they actually explain the history as well, which is quite good, especially if you want to know a little bit more history about the city of Las Vegas. Uh, they have the old Fitzgerald sign, which is really cool. They have the Plaza sign, which is still lit up as well, of course. 
Uh, the newest addition, which is the hard rock guitar, uh, that's going to be sort of the centerpiece when you walk in, which has a very big sort of just general common area, which is quite nice. And that's usually where you're going to end up at the end, where you can take a lot of those bigger photos and that kind of thing. Uh, they do have tour guides, so it's important to note that when you do have the tour guide, all tour guides are a little bit different, so you just kind of have to go with the flow. Uh, and, again, you'll get different experiences with each one, but they're very knowledgeable, which is great. Uh, my goodness, I want to say our tour guide's name was Rob. Rob or Bob. Sorry, buddy. I forgot already, but um, it's been a couple days. But, uh, yeah, I would say it's really good for educational purposes. I used to be a tour guide, so... Honestly, I wasn't like listening super intently um, as I was, you know, taking pictures for for you guys because hopefully we're going to have a video up soon. But I would say this is actually a really good sort of date idea um, if you are both a little bit cultured or if you're visiting. Um, if you're visiting and you have you're like a couple and you want to do something a little bit different and off the beaten path, this is certainly a great option. So really, really good for pictures. But the thing is, it's not really good for pictures with you in them. So I think this is one of the things that you should know about going to the Neon Museum. Uh, don't think you're going to be getting a good profile pic at nighttime for these signs. Uh, one of the reasons being, I know this from being a tour guide back in the day, is that whenever you have something that's really, really bright behind you, and you just have, for example, your camera phone, it will always pick up the brightest thing. And it will not flash, which is something that you need. So it'll always show up either you and no sign or the sign and without you in it. So not great for those photos. So just keep that in mind. If you're looking to get photos of yourself and a sign behind you, really, really difficult. There is only like one place that you can do that. And that's actually where the hard rock guitar is just because there's actually uh, regular light along with the neon signs. So just keep that in mind. Um, one of my other favorite pieces was the Stardust sign. The Stardust sign is gigantic and is a really, really great centerpiece for when they actually start doing the explanations of what the Stardust is. And I think is sort of like the grand finale of the south end of the tour. So uh, one of the sort of drawbacks of doing the Neon Museum is that it's not as free-flowing as you may think. You're not able to sort of walk through and explore as you will. It is very much guided. You do have to sort of stay with your group for the most part and it's a you know it's not my favorite thing to do to have to stay with the group but it is one of those sort of things you have to do i could see why they do it just because the signs are very very expensive uh they do restore a lot of these themselves by fundraising unless it's you know like the plaza that's still around and they actually donated their sign and then did the restoration themselves but uh, i could see why they do it it is very you know limiting in terms of what you can see and then not every sign is lit up so just keep that in mind and sort of tamper your expectations as you get to the neon museum uh so um as we move away from the south tour which is the guided part sort of you know pretty straightforward as you get to the north end of the tour which if you're somebody who enjoys a little bit of pizzazz uh i would say this is actually worth it for the extra 20 bucks you get to do the north end of the tour which is typically done after you do the guided tour and then again only at nighttime. And they sort of have like all these old, these other old neon signs. Like they have the Lady Luck sign, which is actually quite nice. And they actually go, they have like the Liberace's signs, which are cool, which I actually saw those Liberace uh, like piano neon signs lit up uh, when it was over in, oh my goodness, near UNLV, which is like Flamingo. It was like Tropicana and Serene or something. So 
really funny that it was in actually in a normal spot. So great to see that's at the Neon Museum. But anyways, so that is actually kind of a nice little uh, experience as well, just because they have these like lasers that shoot up against the signs that have not been lit up that actually make it look like it's lit up. And hopefully you're able to see it when you're watching any of the videos. You can see that I went to the Neon Museum on any of our social pages. So Obviously, Instagram, confidential underscore LV. You can also check us out on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas. Twitter for, you know, a limited time until we get more threads going. Um, but at Keys to Vegas as well. Uh, if you do follow me on threads, which is the new Instagram thing, it's just Brian underscore, Brian underscore Ortega 26. Ooh, almost forgot. I'll have to figure out if I'm going to be doing a concierge confidential uh, thread, uh, just because it's a little bit more work than it is for like Instagram or, or Twitter and stuff. So just keep the, just keep that in mind if you're going to be following us on any of our social pages, but yeah, so, um, that was our experience at Neon Museum. Um, I would say it's 100% worth it. I give it two thumbs way, way up. Would I ha would I do it again? Meh. Um, I think I did most of what I needed to get out of it, but most people are going to do it once and then just be able to say it's awesome. So Highly recommended. I think it's a great off-the-beaten-path thing to do. You do have to plan ahead of time. This is not something you can just walk up and do. It's a little bit difficult. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to be going to the Neon Museum, plan ahead and make sure to wear comfy shoes because it is, you know, dirt outside. But anyways, so that was this week's Last Night in Vegas. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I will be doing an Adele podcast with me and my mom. Well, my mom won't be on the podcast, but I'll tell you what we did. Uh, hopefully I'll have a video up soon about going to see Adele and what the experience is all about. Um, I also stayed at Caesars Palace on that particular trip. So hopefully I'll get that done soon and I'll be able to give it out to you guys. But I'm sort of just tinkering with the idea of maybe taking... July off um, just because I want to be able to put together a few more things uh, for you guys so that it'll be a little bit better planned out in terms of the days and when it pops up. So if you have any suggestions, feel free to reach us on any of our social pages uh, by DMing us or just whatever. Uh, we'll be able to look at it, respond to it, and then uh, go ahead and go with the topic of your choice. Uh, so uh, for anyways, so my name is Brian Ortega. This was Last Night in Vegas. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you see me out, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential.